Hi, Sean McCracken, news editor for Hotel News Now here with TJ Abrams, Vice President of Global Wellbeing for Hyatt. TJ, um, I want to check in with you because obviously well-being, wellness has been such a huge issue for Hyatt and such a key differentiator for you guys over the last few years. But it seems like you guys are kind of keying back in on it in a big way with the launch of the Wellbeing Collective. I want to just check in with you to see what's the thinking behind the latest moves you guys are making and why why do you think it's important as a company and you know as human beings? Sean, thanks so much. Um, first, I just want to say uh, thanks for having us on your your, your platform. Uh, we, we not only love um, uh, connecting in uh, with you, but also um, having the chance to, to share all the exciting things happening at Hyatt. Uh, for, for us uh, at Hyatt Hotels, uh, we have um, a, a history. It's in our DNA. Uh, we mm-hmm. care for people that can be, be their best. Um, to sort of redefine and think through how we lead in hospitality. Uh, well-being yeah. is really important to sort of our, our strategy. And so we've decided uh, to, to scale the great work that our brands like Miraval, Alila, Andaz, uh, Zoetry um, continue to do within this industry. And uh, uh, as a part of our, our, our care philosophy, um, we're, we're constantly listening to our, our guests and hearing sort of what's relevant to them, especially in 2023 as the world's changing. And um, we know um, at this point, uh, there, there's no better opportunity for us to think about uh, scaling and reaching more people through uh, what we call transformative well-being experiences. And uh, that that's really the focus and um, a lot of new exciting products to talk about. Awesome. So, um... Like you mentioned, the Wellbeing Collective is kind of the new news for you guys. Can you explain just what that is to people who might not might not have heard about it yet? Yes, uh, the uh, Wellbeing Collective is our uh, curation of thirty of our best properties from around the world. Um, these brands offer tailored, immersive well-being offerings uh, to both group and meeting attendees, and also uh, leisure guests uh, and alike. Uh, but what's really unique about uh, the launch of this um, uh, portfolio of, of, of hotels and, and properties and resorts is that um, we have taken uh, what traditionally existed in our industry defining sort of together by Hyatt uh, proposition mm-hmm. from a meeting standpoint, and we've uh, um, taken it to the next level with more immersive and unique experiences. So uh, mm-hmm. from Andaz, Maui to um, Hyatt Regency, Lost Pines, and our Miraval Berkshires Resort uh, and alike, we have um, these really uh, immersive experiences that can meet people, the, the needs of our guests um, in a wide range of well, sort of well-being facets and modalities. Yeah, and let's let's talk about that a little bit because I remember when well wellness and well-being really first became a talking point in the industry, hearing from yeah. a lot of people that they just assumed it was kind of like a fitness thing, right? But it's it's so much broader than that. So can we zoom out for a minute and just define what is well-being to you and what do you think it means to your guests, obviously? Yeah, well, well we know um, well-being um, is unique to many um, individuals and is very personal. But at Hyatt, we define uh, well-being as helping our guests and customers feel healthy, happy, and fulfilled. And so we're mm-hmm. thinking about this holistic aspect of how does your physical, mental, and emotional well-being uh, become supported through travel? And what mm-hmm. um, unique role do we have in sort of helping 
um, those that 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 we 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 serve leave leave better um, uh, when they uh, when they leave us than than they were when when they came with us. And so uh, we are fortunate uh, to really focus in on on the mental and emotional space today, and and just mm -hmm. what we know uh, as we see some of our guests and and customers and teams talk about sort of anxiety and uh, burnout and um, all these. Um, uh, overarching sort of real real world challenges that that we can use our travel experiences to help them address. Yeah, and it seems like I mean Hyatt's really been kind of on the cutting edge of this because this was a conversation at Hyatt I feel like at least a few years before the pandemic and obviously the pandemic ha happened and burnout and all those sort of mental health issues became way more in focus. But it seems like you guys were kind of ahead of the curve on that on that type of thinking. Yeah, we have been. I mean, this is a company who's always believed that uh, we don't just care who you are, but we care how you are. Yeah. Um, so with everything that we do, we're we're constantly thinking through where do we um, invest um, as a, a portfolio company to um, offer experiences that really um, recognize um, where guests are and can sort of meet them in a, a wide range of needs. Yeah. And refresh my mind, I should have known this in my research before the call, but um... I I feel like the first time I remember Hyatt talking about wellness and well-being in a big way was during when they announced the Miraval acquisition. Um, I can't even remember what year that was now. <laughs> I'm getting old and I can't remember these things. But do, was that like a turning point for you guys or was it always like always something that was in kind of a keen focus? Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, Miraval was definitely an important point in, in, in our, our journey. But um, what I would say is um, uh, for, for many decades, wellness and, and well-being has been a part of sort of our DNA, yeah, um, yeah. as I've talked about. Um, so we've always had really strong um, uh, products across our different brands as well as together by Hyatt. Uh, moving, mm -hmm. but we've, we've made some important acquisitions and in, in, in collaboration. So uh, I would highlight Miraval being one of those. I would highlight our Headspace um, mm -hmm. uh, industry leading sort of collaboration and the uh, mental and emotional space being another. Uh, we, we the, the launch of Find, uh, we are the only um, hospitality company that has an experience platform uh, that's all curated with well-being sort of intent in mind. And that platform has yeah. over 250 plus experiences. So we've been, we've got a history uh, well before um, COVID of, of really uh, committing to this being a, a, a unique sort of differentiating um, experience uh, at Hyatt. Yeah. And I, like I mentioned, I, I feel like Hyatt was the first hotel company that I I remember talking about this in a big way. Cause I remember the first time, um, being at it was either like Alice or NYU, one of the big conferences, mm -hmm. and having all the CEOs on the stage, and obviously Hyatt CEO Mark Koppelmazian was there, and he's the first person I remember like really talking about like we got to take care of people, and then take care of our people so they can take care of guests. Like yeah, it's always been such a core DNA thing for Hyatt as a company. I imagine that this is what you guys are doing is really just an outgrowth of of that philosophy. It it is, and it it's one that. Um, extends across all of those that we serve. And so um, yeah. from our guests to our members, I mean, we have industry leading um, offers for our, our World of Hyatt members with, with the guest of honor. Um, mm -hmm. And so we care comes through this idea of sort of listening and really showing empathy and action 
um, uh, in, our, in our DNA really comes through in what, what you see from us today and what you mm-hmm. should expect to continue to see from us as we um, uh, grow the well-being collective and grow new well-being products across our, our different brands we have within our portfolio. Yeah. And you talked a bit about how um, partnerships have been a big deal for you guys in, in growing this. Let's. I, I would like to key on that just a little bit because you guys just announced some stuff with, um, I believe it was Headspace about the Headspace. the white noise yeah. and and brown noise stuff. And that's such a like, I've I feel like I've gone years and years and years in the hotel industry. And nobody's talked about that, and then all of a sudden it's like a big deal. So I just want to know what you guys is thinking on that is how what kind of feedback you've got from guests on like you know we need white noise or we need this to kind of create a room ambience so how did how did that come to be and what kind of like feedback have you gotten on it yeah well well first as I, as i said um everything we do starts with with listening to guests and mm-hmm. uh, what we know I, I just got back from a major industry conference last week and there's a ton of stimulus sort of like during the yes. day Yes. Uh, when, when you're at these conferences and you get back to your room and you need your room literally to be um, an oasis for you to refuel and refresh for mm-hmm. whatever the mission may be on, on, on the back end. And so the beauty of um, colored noise is that um, our, our bodies are all wired a little bit differently. Um, yeah. and people um, need different um, um as I we talk about modalities, but also just like di- different sort of ways in in order to relax and refocus, um, and 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 sometimes um, uh, calm calm um, sort of the the mind from a mental health standpoint. And so um, the white noise, brown noise, pink noise. There's actually a wide range of um, uh, colored noise that um, Headspace has innovated on and that we're offering allows us um, to. Um, do exactly what we say we're doing. We're trying to meet yeah. you in sort of unique and personalized ways. And um, yeah. the exploration of the different colored noises allows you to identify the noise that's most important uh, and most helpful for you in your state and that day in the moment. Yeah. I have no idea what the difference between the different colors and noises are, to be honest. I don't, I don't know, the, know them all, but I, I will tell you it's, um, it's pretty fun to explore them. And then to mm-hmm. think about from, you know, from your perspective, uh, you, you know, depending upon the day, you may need, um, uh, diff- different, uh, different noises for different moments. Uh, but, yeah. but we've got options for you. And I think that's the message, um, I, I want, um, your, um, listeners to understand is that at Hyatt, we're, we're, we're making sure we continue to, um, not just provide you options, but provide you options with some of the best of the best and sort of industry leading partners and collaborators. Yeah. I mean, your example of like being at an industry conference and then needing an oasis is so on point because I can think of a million times I was, you know, at a very busy conference on a like Times Square, like have a 12 hour day and then you get to your room and you hear the cars like honking and just like the noise from outside. And you're like, I just I need to block this out. (laughs) Yeah. So um, getting back to, you know, everything starts with with what you're hearing and what people need. I'm, I am curious, like, you know, over the years of you kind of iterating what the Hyatt's well-being approach is, like, what have you heard? Is there, is there something that you guys were doing that, that you kind of took corrections from guests or owners or, or operators on like, maybe we should be doing this instead. I'm just wondering how you guys have kind of incorporated feedback into refining your approach. Yeah. 
Well, uh, I mean, we talked a little earlier in this about just the the power and impact of the Miraval brand on our portfolio. Yeah. And I would yeah. say one of the things that um, we um, are inspired by with that brand is just the the real um, immersiveness of the experiences and offerings and the impact that this sort of human interaction between a facilitator and a team or a guest um, can have. And so uh, we have taken that um, desire to del deliver sort of immersive experiences um, across a wide variety of uh, what we call well-being pillars. So we were offering experiences in culture and community, um, those that give people access to, to uh, the local and all about a sense of place, people and food, um, using arts. Um, we're teaching people how to play the, the guitar uh, mm -hmm. at, at um, our, our Thompson Denver property with a class called Finder and a Rocker. And in Miraval, um, uh, one of our, our top courses at uh, Miraval Tucson is actually a, a mental and emotional sort of um, music course that allows you to manifest um, and, and drive intention and sort of your, your life through music. So um, arts, restorative um, and rejuven uh, rejuvenation experiences, uh, which, which um, you know from a nature standpoint to sort of mind-body flow, it's been important to us. And then uh, finally, the, the last pillar of sort of well-being that uh, uh, we've invested in is this pillar we call sort of exploration. It's all about growth and discovery through learning. And we, we uh, I've seen over the last couple of years, people pick up uh, real habits um, and um, new hobbies that uh, really help to um, drive fulfillment in their lives. And mm -hmm. uh, we're fortunate through uh, our, m many of our brands who have very specific sort of tailored offerings to be able to expose our guests to, to different experiences. And, and um, you know, I'll, I'll say, you know, at Miraval, we're doing Forge a Fire experiences and, and teach people how to light a fire with, without uh, matches. Um, mm -hmm. and using century old techniques to do that, but like um, yeah. getting teams to come together to do it. Um, at High Regency in Austin, right, we are uh, connecting people with the symbolic uh, longhorn and uh, really driving culture. And um, we have a Legends of the Lasso experience uh, that uh, takes um, when you're there on that property. Uh, guess guess into sort of the, the the legend of the lasso and teaches them with professional instruction on how to uh, rope and uh, build new lasso skills um, on our approach. So mm -hmm. just a wide range of I, I mean I love to talk about the different experiences yeah. that we've been uh, building and coming in and out, uh, but a wide range of things all stemming from Miraval and and this um, immersive experience driven approach. Yeah, that's super interesting. I actually. Just on a personal note, and I just this is a dumb little anecdote, but I find it like delightful that the idea of creating a fire without matches is now like a luxury resort experience. And I get why people would want to like live that and like feel connected with nature. But as somebody whose father, like as a child, would take me camping in like the Allegheny National he Forest, taught you and how to do it. he taught me how to do it. It's like this was not a luxurious experience for me. But it's well, funny that in the context changes everything, right? <laughs> it's it's the context, and and uh, what's interesting is um, you remember who taught you how to do it, right? Exactly. Yes. And so it's a formative um, experience for sure. Yeah, and and so in the same vein, like um, our guests who who do that and um, do it with their teams, like remember learning that experience. Um, of course, we have 
some of the world's best sort of um, nature and, and settings mm-hmm. to do it in, um, which, yeah. which which helps to make the experience even that more memorable. But there's real fulfillment that comes uh, from from learning things like that. And uh, um, if, if if you already know how to forge a fire, we, we, we've got uh, many, many more other experiences that yeah. you can you can dive into that that'll leave you just as excited. I imagine the rest of that state would include like running water and stuff, which I did not have during those <laughs> trips. <laughs> uh, def- uh, definitely the, the best of the best running water. Yeah, best of the both worlds. <laughs> All right. So I'm just curious, though, the, this intersection of experience and well-being is really interesting to me. But I, I do I am curious as somebody who lives in this world and it's translating well-being to you know, various different communities. What, what are like kind of the misunderstandings of the, or misnomers of what you're doing or what well-being means to Hyatt? Like, is it, is it like we were saying before, like, is it just people think that it's just about like being healthy and eating healthy and working out? Or is it, is there other kind of ways that people are misunderstanding what you're trying to accomplish? You know, we, um, haven't uh, run into many issues where, where, where guests don't understand offering because um, yeah. many of our brands um, have clear propositions, right, and clear yeah. offerings that they, when they invite people into into their property. But I would, I'll say just as a leader, right, and disruptor, uh, I, I like to say sometimes uh, well-being is not always well understood because yeah. it, it, it means um, it's so personal, it's dynamic, right, um, and it, it, it's, it's ever, ever, ever changing from a cultural standpoint. Um, mm-hmm. But we, we have a clear point of view at Hyatt, which is uh, healthy. Uh, it's about getting our guests to be uh, a state of being healthy, happy, and fulfilled. And the work that we're we're doing is all about um, this holistic um, uh, uh, well-being with intent, right? So mm-hmm. where's the intentionality and the type of um, um, experience that we're providing at each of each of our brands and properties, and how do we um, meet you where you are in the spirit of um, not caring not just who you are but how you are. So those are the things that yeah. come together and how we try to, um, try to address it. But I will say it's pretty. It, it is it is a broad um, uh, um, category um, and mm-hmm. opportunity for us to sort of meet people, uh, which is required in order for you to meet people uniquely. Because if not, you end up. Um, only serving a certain segment of the population, and yeah. with our with our portfolio, uh, we um, have something for everyone, and we invite invite all in and invite all in into sort of a well being lifestyle through the high portfolio. Yeah, well, I guess that's part of what I'm wondering too is when you guys have kind of scaled the offering with this stuff. Like, do you feel like maybe uh, like from the investment side, or do you think the owners understand what you're trying to do? Like, do you think that the there's an understanding on that side as much as on the consumer side? Yeah, I think uh, I mean I, I've been as the the leader of of this business really encouraged by the the energy and passion of our owners um, uh, in, in investing in this. What what you see is there's first of all a lot of pride in uh, being part of a company that really cares for their guests um, mm-hmm. and, and is investing in capability at the corporate level to to support our owners and and pulling it together. Um, and bring and delivering that sort of experience for the offers. but but also, um, as you can imagine, um, owners care about um, um, products which allow them to um, deliver uh, great experiences within their sort of um, business um, framework. and yeah, uh, they want to make money that, ultimately, yeah, yeah. and um, I think that there's there's value in the strength of our world of Hyatt program. Uh, mm-hmm. Which which owners care about um, significantly is the the loyalty program and and how 
uh, we're, we're supporting uh, their business with um, really strong member um, uh, enrollments and, and um, member stays. And, and so programs like FIND and as I said, the Guest of Honor program continue sort of to strengthen uh, why our World of Hire program is an award-winning you know, leadership loyalty program and uh, that matters to our owners. Mm-hmm. I'm getting back to something you were you were just saying a little bit ago about you know there being something in terms of well-being for everybody. I do I do want to ask you like when you think about well-being or who's like the kind of well-being focused traveler like is that is there certain demographics you guys key in on or is it just more about meeting everybody where they're at and finding out what matters to every kind of traveler within the Hyatt ecosystem? Yeah, we, we, we are designing um, well-being offerings for every traveler that, mm-hmm. that that stays with us. So whether you are at a Hyatt house or Hyatt place, um, a Hyatt Regency to an, an Andaz or a Miraval, we have a, a broad range of uh, well-being offerings. Um, we know at the, 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 the top end from a rate standpoint that um, those guests typically from a lifestyle standpoint require and need a, a different level of um, mm-hmm. offering sometimes uh, broad and uh, uh, exposure and, and global nature of sort of experience and offering. And then other others need very straightforward sort of culinary um, uh, of support from a fueling standpoint to drive sort of um, body mind um, um, connection and, and um, the, the reset that that's critical for you to be successful in whatever your journey may be. So um, we, we, we're, we're touching it in different ways, but all our brands um, have a well-being proposition and, and that allows us to be inclusive for all of our guests. Mm-hmm. So the one last thing I really wanted to touch on with you is obviously, like I mentioned, the first time I was hearing about well-being talk from, from your CEO, like a big focus on that was it's not just an external thing. It's an internal thing. You got to take care of our people so they can take care of our guests. I just wonder how how do you take what you're doing and kind of turn the lens inside to make sure that you guys are are doing that? And like, what do you guys learn and refine approaches to like, you know, the mental health stuff or anything else that you try and translate to guests, like also to employees within Hyatt? Without a doubt, I'm, I'm I'm glad you brought that together. We we believe from an inside out standpoint that it's so important that uh, we care for our colleagues so that our colleagues can care for our guests in the right way. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm fortunate to um, chair our well-being steering committee with uh, my colleague on uh, the talent side and uh, um, the uh, HR side, who's really focused in on our people and our colleagues and making sure that that we have industry best programs. Um, throughout, um, there are many offerings we we, we have. Uh, from mental health sort of tools and resources unique to sort of our colleagues in partnership with Healthy Minds um, Innovation, uh, a, a partner that we have. Um, our headspace proposition is available to all of our colleagues um, uh, globally. But one of the things that I think is really interesting about where we are today is that um, uh, with the experiences uh, that we're de- delivering, in, in many cases, we're actually seeing our colleagues actually contribute and facilitate some of these experiences. So they're yeah. able to bring their own unique stories, their experiences with you know, their families growing up into the actual hotel and brand experience. And there's so much um, fulfillment from us as a company, seeing our colleagues actually being able to bring a different side of of, of their full selves to 
uh, our, our properties and brands and the guests feel it. It makes a difference mm -hmm. when it's actually a, a, a colleague um, actually facilitating some of these experiences. So I like um, uh, sort of uh, the ways that we've been able to integrate well-being into sort of all facets of how we operate uh, with our with our colleagues. Yeah, I mean, I just as a somebody who travels for work and pleasure occasionally, like I, you can tell the difference when you walk into a hotel and there's somebody who wants to be there versus somebody who doesn't want to be there. It's yeah. not hard to to pick up on that. <laughs> and and someone who cares about you is really checking in on you too, right? Yeah, I, mean, I don't yeah. know how you are in the moment, but how you are during that the stay and experience. Mm-hmm. All right, this is your chance to get the final word and any any final words of wisdom, TJ? No, uh, I, I just say that um, we're we're really thankful to um, be uh, growing our well-being offering at Hyatt. Um, I hope your listeners will check out our well-being collective uh, mm -hmm. with with many more uh, properties and brands to come in 2024. Um, expect new uh, collaborations and partnerships, um, like Headspace. And, uh, uh, also encourage you to check out our Ward of Hyatt, um, program, uh, find in particular that experience mm -hmm. platform has some really awesome experiences that, uh, can be, uh, meet not only travelers, but also teams and groups, uh, while mm -hmm. they're staying with us. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time and you gave me a lot to meditate on, which is a really bad pun, but I will, I will leave on that note. <laughs> well, thanks, Thank DJ. Much appreciated. I'm Devon Reed. I'm Omari Head. And I'm Chris Henry. We're the hosts of the Next Gen and Lodging podcast on the Hotel News Now podcast network. It's a monthly show in which we interview a new generation of hoteliers to get their insights into a variety of disciplines and topics from finance to food and beverage and hotel operations. Listen to us on Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to the Hotel News Now podcast. This episode was recorded on October 23rd, 2023 and edited by Sean McCracken. Go to hotelnewsnow.com for industry news every day.